The company Relevant Sports has petitioned a New York court stating that the U.S. Soccer Federation is breaking the law with their attempt to stop the first foreign league match on U.S. soil. Professor Michael McCann joins me to break down the situation. This is the UNH Law Podcast. Learn more about the law school and apply by visiting law.unh.edu. Opinions discussed are solely the opinion of the faculty or host and do not constitute legal advice or necessarily represent the official views of the University of New Hampshire. Let's start off with laying out who the parties are in this case. Um, Who are Relevant Sports and the U.S. Soccer Federation? So Relevant Sports is a company that's owned by Stephen Ross, who is the owner of the Miami Dolphins and is a billionaire and has a number of interests in, in different industries. And Relevant Sports is in the business of, among other things, hosting soccer events, usually matches in the United States, including scheduling exhibition matches or preseason matches between very prominent teams that otherwise wouldn't come to the United States and that are not part of the American soccer system. So their interest is in bringing big events over here. U.S. soccer is a not-for-profit entity that is authorized under the Ted Stevens Act of 1978, where U.S. soccer is the official authorizing entity for soccer in the United States. So that means that it controls professional soccer, it controls amateur soccer. It is linked to Major League Soccer, which is the leading league MLS MLS for men's soccer in the United States. Many would say that MLS isn't nearly as good as a number of leagues abroad. It's not it's considered sort of okay relative to some of the other leagues that you would see in South America, in Europe, etc. So you know, some would say that maybe they're too closely tied and that could give them an incentive to not bring big games here because it would look like they're way better than Major League Soccer. Now, getting into the case at hand, how come the the Soccer Federation has any say in what relevant sports does? The Soccer Federation has say because they are the official entity of the United States for purposes of authorizing games. They're recognized by FIFA as the official entity. And any team, any major team across the world is going to be part of FIFA. It, it gets diffuse, but but that's the gist of it. So no team is going to come to the United States unless it knows that FIFA, through U.S. soccer in this context, has approved it. So U.S. soccer essentially is the sanctioning entity for teams that want to play. And here, these teams would be playing a regular season game, the, the two teams from Ecuador. Okay, so it's important that things go according to the rules so that their standings will continue for future games, I'm assuming. That's right, because the teams could get punished if they play in an unauthorized game. Right. How did this end up in the New York court? It's it's It seems to me that this would be a federal issue. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, part of it is where teams have jurisdiction and also where U.S. soccer has jurisdiction. In all likelihood, it could probably have been filed in different locations, including Florida. New York, though, has a law called Article 78 of New York Civil Practice Act. And Article 78 is really a litigation device used to contest decisions that stem from administrative agencies, including not-for-profit entities, that reach decisions through board action. And Article 78 allows a plaintiff to try to have a decision nullified. So it's a law that, that I think is attractive to relevant sports. Now, the goal is to have a have an international game take place here to their two Ecuadorian teams, right? Now, why doesn't U.S. soccer want that to happen? Well, relevant sports thinks it's because U.S. soccer views it as a threat to mm-hmm. Major League Soccer, that 
having these Ecuadorian teams where the players are going to be much better, where the quality of play will be better, that it will lead soccer fans here to say, wow, this is actual real good soccer. We're not getting anything like this in major league soccer. The counter argument that U.S. soccer appears to have is that the application for this game to be approved is deficient, that the match agent that Relevance uh, Sports is using for the game had a license lapse, according to U.S. soccer, though there's uncertainty about that, whether he's insured. So U.S. soccer's argument is that there's a deficient application. Relevant Sports is saying we, we cured whatever deficiency you identified. Now you're just not being responsive and you're letting the clock run out because the game is on May 5th. Has FIFA stepped in at all in this? FIFA hasn't stepped in as far as we know, and this is because they really are delegating to U.S. soccer that this is a national issue rather than an international one in this context. So they just want that 10-yard poll. It's like, I don't want to touch this. Yeah, they don't want to get brought in as a party to the case. Do you have any predictions on how this is going to play out? It's, it seems like both sides kind of have a good case on this. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we haven't heard U.S. soccer's response, so it'll be interesting. To see. We've only heard relevant sports' depiction of the facts, and that's always you have to take with a grain of salt, right? Because it's <laughs> it's the advocacy side and we'll learn more when U.S. soccer responds. Most likely, I would suspect this gets resolved in a settlement. I imagine that they can figure out a way financially to make this work. And I also think in a way, relevant sports is correct when they characterize it uh, to the extent U.S. soccer doesn't want a better game in the United States. That's self-defeating in some ways, right? Because great soccer will likely attract more fans. Look at other countries and relevant sports is petition identifies this. If you look at, you know, for instance, NBA games in England, well, NBA games in England compete with the local league in England for basketball, but England nonetheless wants NBA games because right. it's going to bring the sport. Similarly, China, China's basketball program league has gotten much bigger over the years while the NBA has come over. So they have said, you know, it's good to have the mm. best players because it's going to bring out more fans. A constant theme of our, our podcast together always seems to come down to antitrust law. Now, this seems like a prime example where if they really get into a legal battle, I mean, there could be... Antitrust implications, right? It's, it's a great question because if you look at Relevant Sports's petition, it doesn't mention the word antitrust law, but it describes things yeah. as a potential antitrust <laughs> issue, specifically you know, potential collusion between U.S. soccer and Major League Soccer. Now, I think U.S. soccer would rebut that by saying, well, it's not collusion because we have jurisdiction over Major League Soccer, that mm-hmm. we're acting in accordance with our our governmentally empowered uh, ability to regulate Major League Soccer. But you're right that there is the sense of entities that whose interests are not always aligned. And maybe they're our competitors, but their interests are not always aligned, uh, acting in a way that could raise antitrust issues. Have these sort of issues been a problem in the past and so with soccer, but with other sports in the U.S.? Not so much. Typically we have seen, I mean, this is a unique issue because U.S. basketball, U.S. football, U.S. baseball are the best. Yeah, they're the big right? teams they're in the, the big world. Teams. So it, we, this is a unique scenario where U.S. soccer for men, uh, U.S. women's soccer, we actually have the best team on the world. But for men's soccer, you know, we're in the middle of the pack. And it's a unique situation in that respect. We, we normally aren't sort of not at the top in, in a yeah. way for sports. I mean, hockey, I would say, you know, yeah, because we're so... Yeah, say NHL, but, yeah, but they seem so, to play nice. So. Yeah, <laughs> and, and most NHL teams are now in, in the U.S., so, you know, you get the sense that it, it's not necessarily 
uh, culturally in American League. I think it's identified more with Canada, but most of the NHL's yeah. wherewithal is in the United States. A link to Professor McCann's article on sportsillustrated.com is in the episode description. Also, follow him on Twitter at McCann Sports Law. Be sure to subscribe to the UNH Law Podcast on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Opinions discussed are solely the opinion of the faculty or host and do not constitute legal advice or necessarily represent the official views of the University of New Hampshire.